story. Welcome back to another episode of Pilot Boys. I'm Caesar, your host. And I'm Karen, your guest. Today we're doing What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show based on the hit wonder movie by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clementine. Clements. It is about <laughs> a house full of vampires. Released in 2014. But Re- seen in 2015. Hotly contested. By whomst? By you. By whomst? By whomst. So the premise of the show is the same as the movie. It's based on a apartment house thing filled with vampires. It's kind of like The Office style, like a mockumentary. And we follow them as like they kind of just hang out in the modern world, but... They still kind of have like old predilections. Very antiquated. Yeah, but like ideas. the you know hilarity ensues because they're old, haha, and they're in like a new world. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I was on board. Well, first of all, because Taika is involved. He directed the first episode, He's and Jermaine, he is my boy, and Jermaine wrote the first episode. So also your boy. Yeah, I but guess less so. so than Taika. Well, I was a big fan. Okay, so let me let me start off here. Let's kick this thing off. You're going to fanboy. So I was a big fan of Flight of the Concords, which Taika directed a lot of. And Jermaine obviously starred in it. And I'm out of breath. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I was a big fan of Thor, which came out a few years ago. And I love Hunt for the Wilder People, which Taika directed. And now he's doing this. Which looks a lot of fun. And then he's doing like a Hitler comedy pretty shortly. He's coming out pretty soon. Is it going to be like Death of Stalin? Just Death of Hitler instead? I can't remember. Oh, that was really low. I think it's like Hitler's Hitler Lolo. That's the name of the thing. Hitler Lolo. Hitler Lolo Lolo. I think it's like a musical. I'd rather see like a a movie based on Neva Braun. You know, nobody talks about her. This is the feminist agenda, folks. (laughs) This is, Who cares about Hitler? This is white feminism. Who is the, the woman behind the mass murder? You sound like a proud boy. You sound like a woke proud boy. <laughs> sound like some Gavin McKenna shit. <laughs> it's like Evita. Have you watched Evita? Evita on Stars? No, Evita. The one where Madonna plays Evita Perón. No. The first lady of Argentina. My favorite, my favorite uh, female German filmmakers are... That one lady that I like studied. What's her name? Lenny Riefenstahl? Lenny Riefenstahl. Wow, you don't even know her name. I'm a bad white feminist. Yikes. Anyway, how did we get started? How the fuck did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we? I feel like we're kind of high right now. (laughs) Um, Oh, no, you're saying that Taika's. I legit. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, In the works. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're both big fans. The show, what did you think of the first episode? Like, how did you feel about it? God, it was so funny. We didn't, but you didn't really explain any of the characters. So, the first episode introduces the main characters, which yeah, is Laszlo, which is... Uh, an old vampire, and his human familiar, Guillermo. Which is a slave, pretty much. Yeah, but familiar. 
Is what they, yeah, is okay. what they call it. He's just like, he's supposed to be under the control of his master, Laszlo. And then also Anja? in... What's her name? Yeah, and then also in in the house... Like the one of the roommates. One of Yeah, is, well, also in the house is a married couple, Nadja and Nandor. Boopidoo. Oh, yeah, Nandor. And then there's also... <laughs> Probably like the funniest... Fucking like the funniest, Colin, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's uh, <laughs> Colin, who's played by Mark Prosk. He's the guy. He was in uh, the Office. He's like the most typical looking, like suburban white dude. But I think this is. I think this is where, like in Colin, this is where the show really stands out. Like a different like part from yeah. from the movie. Yeah, because in the original, it was uh, Taika's character, who's kind of like. He's kind of a control freak, which is similar to... To... Uh, no, Laszlo. Laszlo. And... But he's also, like, kind of wants to bridge the gap between, like, the older ones, like, the mm-hmm. Wilder. Um, but then Colin is just, like... So he's described as an energy vampire mm-hmm. who just kind of, like, steals everybody's, like, glow? Like life force, like yeah, but like he does it by like boring them or like annoying or enraging, them, enraging them, enraging them, and it, it was just has just like, like a large range. Yeah, so let's explain the joke because explaining the joke is always hilarious. It's the, the but best truly thing. though, it was it was hilarious. Like there's a scene where he's just it's an office setting, which first of all is just like completely differentiates itself from the rest of the show because it's kind of like dark palette you know neutral like colors and then there no. it's like neon like uh what is it led, LED lighting, lighting in like an office setting very cold office <clears throat> setting and he just kind of like shoves a pencil and like constantly sharpening it and like <laughs> enjoying annoying everybody i feel like this would be a good time to like edit in like the clip cut to a clip here we go folks energy vampires drain people's energy merely by talking Jeez, to them actual versus budget year to date no thanks you're gonna be at that all day we either bore you with a long conversation feeling better now i was a little sick this weekend or hey. we enrage you in fact you probably know an energy vampire we're the most common kind of vampire what a great clip that was, guys. So then uh, they're expecting someone named Baron An- Afanas. Afanas. And he's just like an old OG VP. Oh, vampire? Not VP. <laughs> he's a vampire VP. <laughs> and yeah, so then that's pretty much the premise of the first episode. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of the first episode? In terms of first epi- like how first episodes go, I think it was a very like well-written well-paced episode like, yeah right it's it hilarious we got to meet everybody we also like got to see like the central like conflict yeah i thought that i would like realistic like honestly i thought i was gonna not enjoy it as much as the movie yeah same because i was just like you know how how far can you stretch this yeah. but realistically like, you, you can you strike can lightning. like lightning you, doesn't strike twice right? but you can stretch this concept out pretty far because like in the movie, when you watch it, it felt like it was a very contained story, but also like there was a lot of backs, like a little yeah. intricacy. Like even like they're like, it. I mean, maybe this is a spoiler, but even like their rivalry with the werewolves. Yeah. Like. Which I'm sure will come up. Yeah, like that they have a backstory. Well, originally this was supposed to be 
the like, werewolf side, the right? Werewolf, yeah, the werewolf show. Yeah. But I guess it, that was It turned scrapped. into this. Yeah. Which is great, though. Yeah. I was excited for it, but I also was kind of scared, thinking that, like, I don't want this guy to strike out because he's, like, one of my faves right now. But as soon as you see Guillermo, which is kind of like this pudgy Latino kid with, like, glasses. He kind of looks like a mini Josh Gad, which I mentioned mm-hmm. to you. He kicks off the series right or yeah. he kicks off the, the show yeah he's definitely like the the glue yeah he's like a like someone who has like a big personality but is also like kind of soft-spoken you know the, and, and then what's great also is that like we haven't really seen a mockumentary since the heyday of like the office and mm-hmm. parks there hasn't really been like a really good one in a while and i think that they really did use all the tricks of that the same way that the movie did like kind of like staring at the camera in like weird ways and shit like that and even like acknowledging it at some point yeah one of the things that stuck out to me a lot was how much fucking like the costume design of the baron he was like his makeup was incredible right yeah like it's just this vampire who's like almost like petrified skin like mummified mm-hmm. i mean he doesn't have like the wraps or anything but like his skin is like he looked like like he came out of game of thrones or like you know? in like, buffy or something you know yeah, like buffy. something like that it was just like a grotesque monster he's like no longer a person yeah he's like no longer human he but like he interacted titles. like it was nothing and like his performance was fantastic like he just he's so like ominous but also it's like mm-hmm. hilarious do you think we're in a post vampire world like is this is this post vampire yeah is this post vampire like are they well okay so the the movie was definitely post vampire because it had come out where like twilight twilight had ended twilight Twilight had had ended (laughs) i mean they acknowledge it i like that they acknowledge it in the show too yeah but did it seem kind of hacked to acknowledge it it seemed like like how can you not acknowledge it like it i feel like the joke really landed because it shows how out of touch he is with yes. like the real world that like he that. still thinks that that like he still thinks that it's hilarious. Yeah, and like to him, <laughs> to him, he probably thinks that like he's hip. You know, this is any representation cool of a vampire is good representation. <laughs> like he doesn't even see it as like he doesn't even see like the negative like what it's associated with like what Twilight is associated with. He just sees it as like oh that's like one of us. Yeah. Which, so, you know, I think, great. I think, yeah, like it lands really well because it just shows that like, wow, like this guy is really like out of, out of the loop. Yeah. Cause usually, you know, most of the Twilight jokes are kind of low hanging fruit mm-hmm. and hacky and it's not funny, but so jo- yeah. Do you think, well, a joke, sorry. Do you think, do I think at do, all? Do you, wait, do you think this is post <laughs> vamps? VPs? I don't know. I, I feel like it, it falls into, cause uh, let's tell the audience, you're kind of a, a vampy head, right? Because like I read, because I read all the Twilight. Because you read books. all the Twilights and like you wear and the I glitter. And I watch Buffy and watch Buffy. Um, what else? Supernatural and Angel. I watch a lot of Angel. You hate garlic. <laughs> Super hate garlic. Well, vampires will never be post. Will never be post vampire to you. No, vampires will always be number one. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So, do you think so? Is is this post vampire? Yeah. I don't really know. What was the last vampire? I show? feel like we're just having like a resurgence of like supernatural shows though. Like Sabrina's back. But nothing in the comedy vein. 
which is odd because like Adam's family is obviously one of the. Can we even think of more than like fifteen? <laughs> more than like five <laughs> comedy supernatural shows. Comedy supernatural shows. I don't know if I can think of any. I'm gonna. I'm. This is a hot take, maybe. I mean, it's not like super hot, but like, Taika and Jordan Peele are really like redefining the horror genres. Genre? Taika is expanding it in comedic ways. Taika and Jermaine Clementine and Jordan is like you know black horror. He's doing it really well. Mm-hmm. But there's not much in terms of like there not was the comedy. monsters. There was Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. Right. But those are like corny. Yeah. But at the same time, like this show. They were great when they were. Yeah, this show is very obviously inspired by the monsters or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, you know, it's the same show, except it's like vampires only. Yeah, I mean, we've recently, like, we've seen more of like the serious vampires, like vampire diaries, like teen, teenage heartthrob vampires. But that's over. I think all, like, the vestiges of. That shit is kind of ended. Yeah. I can't think of it. Like, Fright Night, but that was 2013, 12. Yeah. No, I mean, vampires have definitely seen their heyday in this decade. Yeah, right. You know, like, it's it's come and gone. Is there anything in the works? Well, there's supposed to be a new uh, Buffy. That's true. Underworld was really popular for a while. But that's over, too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel um, like it's it's been a while since like vampires have had their, even True Blood ended. Yeah, well, I mean, but Vampire Diaries was huge. It ended also, but in its place came up Legacies, mm. also about vampires, which yeah. I'm watching, and it's it's awful, but it's great. Yeah. Well, anyways, next topic. <laughs> well, I so have vampire like. It, are we having a what a resurgence? What was the question you asked me? Well, I feel like this is post vampire. Yes, like, this is post-vampire. For but sure. But this is, like, post-post-vampire. Yeah, like, this is, like, like we're already post-vampire, but this is post-post-vampire. Post. And this is, like, hey, are vampires in? Or not? I don't think so. <laughs> so, like, we should go. But I also think that that's kind of, like, the comedic genius of this. Yeah. It's, like, vampires are so dead that, yeah. like, you didn't expect for it to be this good. I, yeah, and I also <laughs> think that the comedic genius of this is, like... He took something that people probably don't even care about and, like, made it interesting. You know, like, people, no one's thought about the Munsters since, like. Also, like, the mockumentary style. Yeah. Like, that's also come and gone. Like, the vampires and mockumentaries. Is this post-mockumentary? I think this is post-post-mockumentary. No, well, do- documentary now. Kind of. But even then, that's just one show. Are we making any points right now? <laughs> <laughs> Have we made any points? What is no, this podcast? <laughs> Because I say something, and then you're like, but, like, is it? And you bring up, like, a counterexample that goes against what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I get it. I think this is the greatest podcast I've ever recorded. <laughs> but, no, I do think that... It's the post-greatest I do think that we're ever. post and, like, this is an example of that. Like, this is mixing two things that have kind of con- came and went, but putting it in this era, and it's, like, doing it well. Like it's, it's taking something that kind of had its 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 time, which is the mockumentary, and also something that will never really truly go out of style. Like vampires will continue mm-hmm. to like cycle through our entertainment, and it's doing it well. Like I think it's it's someone who's like 
who's hot right now. He's venturing into TV, and you know they're not strangers. I'm I'm kind of. How do you feel about them not starring in the show? I like it. Yeah. I like that they didn't star in the show, because I think that'd be too much. Yeah, they're like, too hot. It's yeah, they're, they're too hot right now. They're so yeah. hot right now. You haven't watched Zoolander, Super right? Hot. No, I haven't. No, there's next bit. Thanks. <sighs> Next bit. I wish you had because it's just like, oh my god. Next bit, thanks. Hansel, he's so hot right now. Show it. Cut to another <laughs> clip. It's that damn Hansel. He's so hot right now. What a great clip, guys. <laughs> Don't cut a clip, Michelle. If you fucking cut a clip, I'm going to fire you. Cut there. a clip? Clip a cut. What other themes are there? <laughs> are we post themes? This is what happens when you don't have an outline. You've this is why you always make an hour. You were this time. You're the one that suggested just arrest development bit. Michelle, it. cut the clip in, okay? <laughs> That's why you always leave a note. Is arrested, the arrested development mockumentary? Kind, it? No, it's, it's, kind it's, of it's, is, no, though, it's no? a documentary. Like it's not mockumentary. Like it's not like like Modern Family isn't really mockumentary. You know what I mean? Like it's not like. Ha ha ha! Funny, <laughs> we're making a documentary. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you get what I mean, though, right? But no, it, it is a mockumentary, though, right? What Arrest Development? Yeah, but also not because it zooms in, people stare at the camera. Like you're saying that this is like that Arrested Development is like the documentary. Well, Arrested Development product. is a trailblazer because they started way before everyone. Uh, they did it in like the year 2002 or something. Michelle, correct. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> Michelle fixed all my errors in this. But yeah, they they pick, did it. Pick a year and stick with it, Michelle. They did it way before The Office was out. Yeah, but it's still out now. Yeah. I don't think you can count that one because like, it had multiple lifetimes. Like It came and went. But what are other themes, you think? Well, post-vampire... Post mockumentary. Well, I came up with that, so you can't take that from me. That was my idea. Well, why do you think that this is good timing for this vampire bit? Like, like making like it a comedy socially. Yeah, because hmm. I mean, whenever we talk about vampires or zombies, there's always like a political leaning to it, right? Like, vampires are supposed to show like Democrats or like liberals like sucking at the life of. Yeah, the like that's Whoa. that's what people say, and like zombies are supposed to be like the Republican side. Whoa, is like, this, is this the Daily with Michael Barbaro? <laughs> is that legit? No, when, yeah, like there's like when Bram Stoke Toker came up with Dracula, that was he was like no, fucking Democrat. like these are like <laughs> bitch ass Democrats. <laughs> okay, um, no, but like that's what but zombies, yeah, for that's sure. That's what's like taken on meaning. Okay. So vampires. But like, all right, let's go through. What I was mean, Twilight? I think... Twilight was like, oh my god, fucking stupid liberal cockhead. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but like seriously, what was? Yeah, like Twilight? it was like what it came out. Obama was president during that time. Like it started two thousand eight. But that's what it was critiquing. No, Demo- I'm not. I'm not saying that it's critiquing. It's just that like, that is what people. Because I feel like Twilight was definitely like rule thirty four, like. Twilight's let's fuck them, you know. Like Twilight's let's fuck. I mean, em. vampires what? let's fuck them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but haven't you always found vampires sexy? Well, I feel like that's what it came from. It's just like, yo, have you ever wanted to fuck a vampire? And like, that's what Twilight is. 
So like, do we want to? But fuck I mean, it's also Angel. Like, I mean, also Buffy. Like yeah, I always, I guess that's you true. know, like David but, Boreanaz. But like Buffy, sexual awakening. Yes, but like Buffy was about more than just wanting to fuck the vampires. It was like occasionally, like, hey, like let's sometimes fuck. you want to fuck the vampire. But like Twilight was like, don't you kind of always just want to fuck the vampires? Like and the werewolves. But I don't know. I don't know anything about Twilight. I'm out of my. No, I mean this is just like social commentary that like trends that people okay. have been seeing over no, the last few I'm years. I'm with you there, but like I don't know much about because I know there's like a whole like order or like a organization of vampires in the fucking Twilight thing, right? The vulture. I don't know shit about it. So like, but I don't know. What, I don't know what your point is. Well, what's the social commentary in Twilight? Like, what's the contextualize it for me like i don't know i haven't really if like we were, if we were to think about like i haven't like used it as a cultural artifact so like, you know like, i think blade is loaded with meaning you know like if we were to look at blade we could find like i mean that's just looking at like vampires with race mm-hmm. even true blood i think has a lot of like cultural yeah. context what is it for twilight because that's one of the biggest uses of vampires in recent memory. Mm-hmm. And teenage them. I'm sure you can come up with something. We'll yeah. yeah. We'll wait. <laughs> Do you have an idea? I have no idea what the fucking thing is about. I just, I literally just know that she fucks the, the guy and then she has a kid. That's it, right? Yeah. Essentially. I mean, spoilers. Is it supposed to be like a it's almost Romeo like, and Juliet? Yeah. Right? Like she yeah, likes. Yeah. I mean, Twilight is all sorts of fucked up because like this lady decided this mormon lady was obviously very sexually repressed and had this dream about this vampire she wanted to fuck and she's like wow this will be like a totally great series yeah and so she wrote it down and it's basically like her fan fiction of herself being fucked by this vampire which is funny because if you remove the vampires then it's just 50 shades of gray right well 50 shades of gray is fan fiction what if if i just got fucked (laughs) <laughs> like, that's, literally, well, I mean, like, that's literally the concept 50 of, shades of gray is twilight yeah i know but like she's just like yo i can get fucked by non-vampires <laughs> by billionaires cool? instead that's yeah what is that critiquing though rich people as vampires <sighs> is that a more like we're getting in deeper. Is that a yeah? <laughs> anyway, so let's get back to the show. <laughs> that went. That was a that tangent went that went way nowhere. off the fucking like, rails. I think we've we've not made any points. Well, okay. So Twilight could be read as the suppression of female sexuality. Okay. Maybe. How does that relate to vampires? The vampires just suppress all of the sex. Okay, I could see. Well, I mean, at least in Twilight, like the vampire was the one that didn't want to have sex. And the teenage girl was just like, no, I really want a bone. Like now. And he's just like, no, we got to get married because hmm. I'm 200 so it's years about, old. Like, Christian values? Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't want to be fucked by the vampire? Oh, no. no wait, she... she did want to be fucked. And she's like, fine, I guess but I'll get married. But she didn't want then. the vampire to want to fuck her? Huh? Like she wanted to fuck the vampire, but she didn't want. The vampire to fuck her because she wanted him to marry her first. Who are you talking? Like, who is she and her it's in Stephanie this? Stephanie Meyer, right? It's about Christian values, right? Let Let's get off this Twilight shit because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm way out of my element. Yeah, another thing that this um, that the show plays more with than the movie mm-hmm. is how vampires interact with the human world. 
Yeah. So in the in the show, we see the vampires like going shopping at the dollar store. Colin works at an office. Yeah. Naja's interested in this human person that thinks that she thinks is a reincarnation of her former lover. Yeah. Which is which is cool. It's cool to see because like it's what it is is like reducing the supernatural to the mundane. And yeah, I think like normalizing that's, it. That's what the show revels in. It revels in and like taking something that's so out of this world and putting it in the mundane. And that's what's great about it. I think mm-hmm. other successes that are similar, like Harvey Birdman, it used to be an adult swim show where like it took Hanna-Barbera shows and it put them in a law setting. So like Birdman, which is like a superhero that like no one fucking remembers and they put him he's a lawyer and he represents like other Hanna-Barbera characters. It's the same thing. It's like taking like established entertainment tropes, tropes, tropes yeah. and putting it in a mundane setting. Mm-hmm. But because they're so like bombastic and they have personalities that of course it's going to be fun and hilarious. Mm-hmm. I I think of this as like, did you ever watch? I forgot. It was like a Vanessa Hudgens and Abed from community where they like, work behind the scenes to fix like they're an insurance company and they work behind the scenes to fix superhero messes no that sounds like the boys that's what the boys is about no like like they're like a construction company like they're an insurance company and they just deal with like Hmm. all of the messes that superheroes spider-man basically like michael keaton spider-man yeah kind of like yeah 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 Yeah. it's like that but like they're like like unpowered or Depowered. De- un- yeah, you don't remember. I don't know. I it got canceled like after the first like three episodes yeah. or something. But it's like that. It's like again playing with the idea of like these are the tropes that are established in this genre, mm-hmm. and like now let's normalize it and bring it back to like how they would function in an everyday setting. Yeah, you know, because even with Guillermo, like he was like, I have to make sure these windows are completely covered up and no yeah. sunlight flows through. Well, what happens if he's not around to do that? Yeah. Also, one of the things that I really liked about the show is that it's super self-aware. It's a mockumentary, which obviously written into the text and the subtext is awareness of what's going on. So, like, there's I don't even I don't even think there's a fourth wall anymore. It's just it's integrated into it. The fourth wall is integrated into the show because they know they're on film. So I think that. Because of that, they get to play, which I think is is a theme now that we're starting to see in media, where, especially superheroes, they know about a history of them, of their kind, or, like, of people like them. So they know Mm -hmm. about Twilight. Mm -hmm. They know about, like, Interview with the Vampire, which Guillermo is inspired by Antonio Banderas' character. Because he's Hispanic. Hispanic. So I think that... (laughs) That's one of the things that's, I mean, it's, it's following in line with even Taika's other work where like, or even like Edgar Wright, they kind of play with the medium where it's kind of like cheeky and tongue in cheek, but they bake it in to the characters. So like mm-hmm. they know about past vampire lore. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you get to like play with it in a new way. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's no longer just like you have to stick to a rigid structure. Cause 
every time that we see a vampire depiction, it's completely different every single time. And I think what this show does, it it denies that, and it says it's all true, but also none of it's true, and we get to decide what it is. And by doing that, you get to create new characters like like Colin, and I think that's great. It also deglamorize like deglamorizes. I don't know if that's a word. Unglamorizes. What's unglorifies? Demystifies. Demystifies. I, I don't know. These are all synonyms. But you know, like in in traditional vampire depictions you usually it's like oh like fetch me the blood of yeah you know the sexy virgin that you found on the side of the street you know it's like how did that sexy virgin get there oh there is no sexy virgin it's just like larping nerds yeah that have never made out with anybody yeah like it it, it's realistic about the world that they're being involved in like it it takes away all the pretense and it puts it in like a real setting like I think Buffy did that a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of like comedic, you know, moments that kind of brought the show down to earth instead of like always being like these fucking orchestral moments where like, you know, something grand is happening and it's like stormy night. Yeah. It's just like I a mean, this regular is essentially moment. Essentially like the the Buffy episode with Dracula in it. Yeah. And the funny syphilis. Guillermo, yeah, and Guillermo Xander. Yeah. With the funny syphilis. But it's like a show. <laughs> so it's following in line with something that's been established by things before it. I mean, even the movie. But it's exploring. It's it's given itself more room to breathe mm-hmm. with new characters and like new situations mm-hmm. that are hilarious. And also the the actors are fantastic. Uh, what's stuff whose name? Laszlo? I don't know the, the actor's name. Laszlo's name is Matt Berry. He's fucking great. He's... He's this English dude who came out in uh, the IT crowd. He plays like a super sexed up person in the IT crowd. That dude's great. Anja, is that her name? Naja. Naja. Is it Naja? Or is, is it Naja? Naja played by Natasha Demig- Demetrio? Demetrio. She was great Dimitri? too. Great pacing, great timing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just great. Everyone was on point hit their marks yeah good beats but Guillermo I think was probably my favorite yeah he's the, he's the best what do you give but it? also call like Colin like in the small moments he was in yeah was great yeah. like it, he delivered the most laughs yeah for sure those are the in- more most intense laughs yeah for a short amount of time concentrated laughs yeah yeah what would you rate the show I would rate it I, I loved it I love the I love the first episode, probably like a four four point five. Yeah, I'd go four point three, because I think that it hit all the same marks as the movie in a short amount of time, and I wanted to I kind of wanted to not like it. I was just like, it can't be good. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be good, but it was great and it was a lot of fun. It was just. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think that everything has to have, like, some social commentary. I don't think this necessarily is commenting on, you know, his what's going on in New Zealand or what's going on in America. I think it's just, like, plain fun. Yeah, I agree. For a moment where things are so harsh. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of ridiculous fun. And I love it. Yeah. How long do you see it going for? I don't know. 
know. It's also, well, we didn't actually talk about, like, the fact that it's on FX. Yeah. And how FX is, like, killing it with a lot of these, like, shows, with yeah, showrunners. F- yeah, FX is, well, depend if, I don't know, I don't think he's a showrunner. I think that he's just, he got involved, he's EPing, or, like, Taika's EPing everything. And I think Jermaine wrote the first episode. I don't know if he's going to be the showrunner, but what FX has done for people like top talent is they'll allow them to dip in and out. Like it's not even necessarily like a numbers thing. They'll allow them to keep going if mm-hmm. if the show is good. Yeah, and that's like that's really admirable that they can do that. Yeah. Because I think it makes for some really quality content. Yeah. Cuz well, like right now they're they're fucking dominating, dude. Yeah. I don't think I think barely HBO's keeping up because they in have terms Legion. Of like, in terms of original premises, like original and shows. fucking out there premises. Yeah, high concept. Yes, Atlanta. I'm sad it's not coming out 2019, but it's one of the best fucking shows I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life. Legion, so like well done. Also, Jermaine Clement is in that too. Yeah, Fargo. I don't watch it, but I know you love it. But there's just there's just absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so Dominating. I probably Louis, three have you ever seasons, heard about Louis? right? That's your favorite show. That's your favorite. Yeah, show. I, I would say. Never forget. Probably three seasons. Yeah, I think three seasons is is fine. But I think they'll give them room for more. Yeah. I could see the show outlasting these characters, which is great because it doesn't necessarily just have to fall. Like and an I anthology th- season. Yeah, kind that of, would be like, great. Or like. Just change the monster or something, you know, and that would be fucking great to see. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be situated in America, because what we do in the shadows is in the New Zealand, no? It's in the New Zealand. In the New Zealand, the new New Zealand, the new New Zealand. Yeah, the post post New Zealand. But yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, three seasons we could agree on, right? Yeah, I think that's it for the podcast. That's it also for the three seasons that we agreed on. Get out of my car.